I'm a dude, and I'm inviting you to join me on a podcast about brews. Does that include stouts? Yes. Yes, of course it includes stouts. Like I was saying, join us every Saturday on the journey hey, hey, into... Hey, co- wait a minute. Do you, do you guys do anything about, like, IPAs? Yes. Like that? Yes, of, yes, of, yes, we do IPAs. Okay. It's, okay. It, yes. Anyway, join us on the Journey into Comics Network for Brews with Dudes. Whoa, whoa, po- hey, hey, do you... Have you guys ever... Do you care if I bring some Zima on? Yes, I care if you bring Zima. Zima doesn't count. Zima... Oh. Zima... Dr. Dongo. Anyway, join us every Saturday for a podcast that delves into the craft brew world. The following, following. The following. is a journey into comics. Journey into comics. It's a journey into comics. Journey into comics. Journey into comics. Journey into comics. Network. 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 Production. Production. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Crucial Tunes. This is episode 11. Uh, I'm your host, Chris, with uh, my co-host, Larry. I, you we, say I that every time you're like, you're like, Chris? <laughs> are you my co-host? Are you episode my... 11, you still have no idea what you're doing. <laughs> I don't know how to, I, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm uh, not... Before we started recording this episode, uh, on the, this table with these microphones and computer on it, there is a box of... 28 pouches of fruit snacks and chris like okay we've been down here for probably 10 minutes chris is opening his fifth bag of fruit snacks they're the they're the delicious uh strawberry flavored fruit snacks i i I don't i mean i'm not fifth bag y'all actually it's six oh oh, dig your own hole (laughs) i i i'm addicted to strawberry fruit snacks i don't know what to say they're delicious I'm gonna try my best they not to. They are made by Lunch Buddies. If you're interested. Yeah, they're they're from Aldi. Shout out Lunch Buddies. Shout out Aldi. <laughs> they're good, man. I don't I don't know what to say. They're good. Eat some. I got plenty. <laughs> Go for it. The best episode so far. <laughs> uh, today we don't have a guest today. It's just we're we're uh, flying just. A t- I was gonna say solo, but this is not solo. We are flying duo. It's just the two of us. Uh, we, Will Smith song. You, you know, uh, at the beginning of the season, we had an episode where we talked about like new releases and, and stuff. I think the volume just adjusted out of nowhere, but anyway, uh, we talked about like new albums and EPs and oh, stuff. And these are really good. I told you they're <laughs> fucking good, man. Um, we haven't done that in a while, and there's been a lot of good stuff dropping lately. So I figured that this would be a good time to recap uh, what's been going on with the year. Uh, maybe touch on a little bit of music news as well. Um, so, did you want to start with the music news, or you want to start with some albums, or what do you want to do first? <gasps> let's like go, like bounce back and forth. Okay. Okay, let's start with an album. Okay, uh, let's 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 touch on like the singles first. Uh, a few a few singles have come out recently, and uh, well, not not just recently. It's I, I mean we haven't talked about this since January, so we've got uh, five months to cover, um, and there's been a lot of stuff since then. Uh, the stuff worth noting. 
the one I just found the other day, I, I think it just came. I, I don't I don't have dates on any of these. So, you know, if this is old news by the time you listen to it, sorry, but uh, it's new to me. So uh, the first one, Madonna. Madonna put out a single. Uh, she's got a she's uh, we're at the time we're recording this. It is uh, the middle of June. And I think she's got an album coming out in like a week or two. Um, and she put out a single called uh, Dark Ballet. Oh, I didn't mean to start playing it. I was trying to find the single. Uh, it's called Dark Ballet. And I don't know about you. I dig it. I do. <laughs> it's fucking weird. It is. So Madonna, me, me and Ashley, my wife, uh, I know you know my wife I'm just, for the audience's sake. Ashley is my wife. <laughs> we were talking about it yesterday. Uh, Madonna is an artist that uh, she is like, I know Michael Jackson is the king of pop or, or was until Madonna is now he's canceled absolutely on that but, fucking level. But yeah, Madonna, sure. Madonna has successfully adapted to every generation of pop mm-hmm. since she started performing. Um, and she's had successful releases. Every, every generation, every release has been successful because she doesn't just stick to the same sound she's been doing since the eighties. She, gives you the what's new and kind of trendy which she does on this it's kind of like a soft almost hip-hoppy kind of beat um it's 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 just cool mellow for a while yeah it's it's then like it takes a three or four turns mm -hmm. gets real circusy i dig it i dig it I, i i think it's worth checking out if if, if no one told me it was by Madonna, like, hey, check this out, I'm like, oh, this is tight. Yeah, but knowing but, it's Madonna, and that was the other thing. Like, I don't, I don't like Madonna as a fuck person. Fuck you, you don't no, like Madonna as a person. I don't like her as a person. I, Do I you just, know her? Yeah, she's my neighbor, and I hate her. She, she her <laughs> dog shits in my yard, and she never cleans it up. But uh, <laughs> no, I just why? I don't know. She's fucking. I, I I'm not into those gimmicky artists and she was like the OG gimmicky artist you know like there didn't she have a fake British accent for a while yes she still does that's crazy she's from Detroit her name yeah. is Louise yeah like that's what I mean like she's she's phony she's like Lady Gaga level of phony and I don't like Lady Gaga either why I don't know it's just, just, just... she's like just like Madonna like okay yeah that lines <laughs> up alright right on um, but like they're both fantastic I just I'm not into the gimmicky stuff. Um, unless I mean, uh, there's very. Don't specific. you like Slipknot? Yes, but I did. So I got into Slipknot in seventh grade. You know, like so, I didn't care. the The, the gimmick, their gimmick, was like, oh my god, that's so edgy. I I need more of it. You know, and uh, it just stuck with me. So, although I don't, well, I guess we could we can talk about the new Slipknot release too because I don't like it. It sounds like Slipknot. Oh, so I, I don't. I don't. I think it sounds sounds more like a heavy Stone Sour song than a Slipknot song. That's what Slipknot is now. Mm, yeah, I don't like it. Uh, Go okay. back to your roots, man. They their first album is still like. You can't write the same album. No, I know. Album. I know that. But like, you can, you can maintain that level of intensity. Yeah, there is. There is no. Nah, I don't think so. I don't think so. It's really toned back. And I know they're getting old. I get it. But and it's only one song off. Fuck, man. Record. Soulfly's last album just last year. They put out one of the rawest, heaviest albums they've put out to date. There will be an episode of this show that I don't, don't talk, talk about, about new metal. 
It's a good album. Who am I kidding? No, there won't. It's a good album. Um, all right, moving on, moving on. Um, a couple of smaller bands, I guess. Uh, think, things you guys might not have heard of. Uh, we Struck Gold. We Struck Gold. Fucking rules. We Struck Gold, uh, Melodic Hardcore from the UK, which is like the best place, in, in my opinion, the best place for Melodic Hardcore. That's true. Almost all of it sounds the same. Like, it, it, with, besides having different singers, you could mistake any of those Melodic Hardcore bands from the UK for each other, but it's all good. And they're... There's nothing stand out about what they did. I don't know how I found them. I was scrolling on some feed. Yeah. And it popped up. I'm like, oh, oh, cool. And I kept listening. I'm like, oh, my God. It seems like something that uh, Frank from Low Country would have posted on his Facebook. Because he's always finding like those kind of... He didn't know who they were. I sent him, like, hey, do you know who this is? Oh, like, oh whoa. This is like, huh? You found it before them. Ah, nice. But yeah, uh, we struck gold worth checking out. I and think they've only Frank got... Frank is in that band. They've got... <laughs> Oh yeah, it probably is. <laughs> Fuck it, because he joins every band ever. I get it. I get jokes. Um, they've, I think they've only got like two songs up on Spotify or something, or well, two released this year. Yeah, they I have. I think a couple of older things. But, but. it it's really good, worth checking out. Uh, and then more. Uh, I'm semi not not even semi local. I think they're Detroit native. Uh, Gold Route. Uh, they released an EP. It's awesome. Called it's White awesome. Knuckles. Uh, Gold Route. Uh, they are. A, I, I want to almost say like mid-tier pop punk band because they're not like they're not like Warp Tour or Riot Fest big or anything, but they are. Yeah, they, yeah, they could they're touring. They, could, they could they could they're they could open playing. a festival like that probably for sure. They're but I they're not th- a huge band, but they're not a small. So band since anymore. their first album, I thought they might be the up and comers in pop punk. Because they are on that level, they are very good. They are very. Uh, they've got like. A, I, I I hesitate to say a day to remember because I don't want people to think like they're that kind of. They don't sound anything like a day to remember. But they have that kind of uh, that combination of like breakdowny kind of heavy riffs, but like really good melodic pop punk too. NFG. Yeah, I guess. But I think I think they're heavier than NFG. Oh sure. But. Very good, and the the new EP is uh, no exception. They, they, it's just as good as, if not better, than their old stuff. So uh, definitely worth worth checking out. White Knuckles by Gold Route. Um, a couple more singles. Uh, if I don't know if you're into Bon Iver. Well, well, well. I, he he doesn't seem like I mean, he like, he has some shit that I'm into. Kinda, I, he is featured on a couple of Kanye West songs. That I think is yeah. kind of cool, and I like some of his stuff he does but i mean dude whatever this new bone of air seems uh, uh like he's going more like the cold play route or uh, is it is it still just him and then like he gets session artists or does he have a band that plays I with him fucking know. i think i think bone of air he's just that's like it was his solo project right and then he's just kind of picked up musicians along the way or do i i might have this completely wrong i am speculating but i know like the first album i think he wrote it in a cabin by himself I think that was like his big right. thing, which I mean, if you listen to it, actually, you wouldn't know it was written in a cabin with like a four track recorder. But you would, you absolutely okay. Would. Well, the the and average then you person. You're like, not. oh, I feel but, like I met Eddie Bauer. But I love it. I love I love his old stuff. Uh, this new stuff, like I said, it feels like he's going more the Coldplay route. Like cool Coldplay, it's kind of, or like the lame ass, colorful, like well, recent Coldplay. I don't know. I like all Coldplay. So you went the last couple Coldplay. I. Uh, 
I Coldplay is in my heart, man. I love I, I, Coldplay, I love but but the, the, they got like more of that power pop, like arena pop kind of sound instead of being like the indie rock band. Oh. Which that's the vibe I get from. I'm not saying he he's on that level of power pop or anything, but he's getting more of that electronicy feel and uh, more than I've ever heard. And, I, and I'm not like an avid Bon Iver listener, so I maybe this is the way he's been going for a while. Or they I, is it? I don't know if it's a band or a person. I think it's a person. I'm just gonna keep referring to it as a person. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't. He, he may have been going this route for a while. I I don't stay current with him, but. Uh, uh, I don't know. It's, it's cool. I, I like it. I dig it. Um, Alexis on Fire. Two new tracks by Alexis like on them. Fire. It's not my ideal Alexis on Fire. I, Which I feel like everyone has a different answer for that. I was. I had high hopes because I love Alexis on Fire. Um, and I was very underwhelmed. Oh. They, just, there was some kind of intensity missing from it. Like, That's just your thing for everything now. I know. I don't. Go well, back and root towards your tent. No, no, no. Like, if you, it's the thing. Like, if you put out, like, their first album, just like super, like it's crazy all over the place. And oh, sure, they were like this was game. like I, this is just kind of like your basic. I mean, if they weren't screaming, it could be fucking like an Interpol album. You know, maybe not. Maybe not that. Maybe not that dull. No. But <laughs> no, I don't know. It's not. Off. It's just the the music itself to me is just kind of boring and droning, and I mean the even the vocals don't save it for me. And I I like uh, D- Dallas Green. Mm-hmm. I love his voice, and it doesn't seem like it's featured as much as I wanted it to be. Um, but that's I I mean I I think I was just bummed out by the first thirty seconds, and I was just I kind of tuned out to be honest. So okay, I I, like I, I, I do need to give it another shot. Because do. I don't, I don't know if I gave it a fair shot, but I don't know, just didn't do it for me. Um, let's see what else I got on my list. Uh, a couple of things I just listened to. T- so uh, in the comments of this uh, on Facebook, in the comments, I'm gonna post a couple of links because uh, some of these singles, uh, though the next couple I'm gonna bring up, I actually found them because. Uh, I was clicking through an article of like, ooh, 29 best albums so far, 2019, you know? Sure. Um, and I don't know who either of these artists are. Uh, one of them is Black Midi. They're a UK noise rock band. And I, I know how much I've you love noise rock. They're not Facebook. I've seen this on YouTube. I know how much you love noise rock. I, I know. That's sarcasm. Heavy sarcasm. Larry doesn't like it's noise like rock. jazz. I yeah, for sure. It, noise rock is one of those things you either like it or you don't, and I do. I, I like it. I like. Oh, you do. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I like the uh, here. I'm going to use this word again. I like the intensity of it. I like. I like the craziness. It's all over the place. It's it's you know spontaneous and uh, it's exciting to listen to. Um, it's confusing. And it, it, it is. It is. And that's what I, there is no, there doesn't have to be a structure. Sometimes there is, sometimes there isn't. It's, I don't think there can be. Like that's one of the rules. What Black Midi is another, it's, it's one of those bands that they, the, the two singles I listen to. Don't like, they, they draw in all their MIDI, but they do like art. I don't know. Instead of like just, I don't know. Patterns and shit. I don't know anything about them. Like I said, I found them on this list and I checked them out. And I guess they released an album. I, I wasn't able to find the album on Spotify. Um, but I did listen, excuse me. I did listen to the two new singles that, that, that they put out this year. And I, I like them both. Um, the other one, I, I hesitate to bring this up just because 
uh, well, I'm just going to throw it out there. The name of the band is Mannequin Pussy. Sure. I, I hate the word pussy. I, 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 Gay. I, I, yeah, whatever. <laughs> oh, happy Pride Month, by the way. Thanks. I hate using the P word because I'm, so, I'm so not... <laughs> I'm so not like a bro, like yeah, dude, let's get some pussy. I, I'm I'm not that guy, right? It's it just feels weird coming out of my mouth. Pussy. <laughs> I hope my mom's not listening to this. I fucking hope she is so bad. <laughs> well, anyway. Best day ever. ever period. <laughs> They, I think they also put out an album that I was they've unable... They've been around for a long time, I think, right? Yeah, I, I think they've been around. They're, Dude, that name fucking rules. They're like a punk, a female-fronted punk band. They may be an all-female, maybe, I don't know. I know they're female-fronted, though. Uh, and the single I listened to this morning, I loved it. It's, it's got a real cool, like... Uh, I, I don't know what it's... They're like a... They're a punk band. They're a punk band. That's the best way to describe them. A lot them. of intensity. Yeah, a lot of intensity. <laughs> no, they're really, uh, they're good, like, they're fast, but uh, they're they're kind of rocky, too. They're not, they're not just, like, they're not three-chord punk, you know? They're, they're, you know, they've got, like, really cool melodic sound to them, but... Sure. but like Springsteen punk? Kind of, yeah, I guess, I guess that's a good way to put it. Like the Gaslight Anthem? Possibly. Uh, the Gaslight Anthem is what, Springsteen punk. They're just I, if, Springsteen you know, if I had to, have, if I had to have compared them to anybody, it would have been Turnspit. Uh, I know, I don't know if many of our audience knows Turnspit. Turnspit, Springsteen is fuck. But yeah, way. that's what I'm saying. They're they're real rocky, yeah. but still got that that element of punk and the like the attitude of punk and and they're cool. I, I really like the single. I, I'm hoping to check the album out soon. Cool. I dug it. What do you, what do you got before we get into the full albums? Do you A got lot some of the singles? Shit you covered uh, the Boston Manor single. I did not check that out yet. Uh, I'll be honest. I've seen Boston Manor's name a lot. I don't know if I've ever listened to them. They're, they're pop punk, right? They, they were. They are not now. No? No. Um, they are... It's a general rock, I guess. I don't know. They put out like a pop punk-ish album. Then they put out like this emo-y, almost posty kind of album later. And it was... Okay. Wasn't crazy for it. Okay. I put out another single and I was psyched on it. And then I wasn't that into it. You get into the mic a little bit more. Oh. <laughs> oh, and I got some singles in here. What? Um, I just had to, I just had it pulled up and hit the back button. This is good air. Good, good, good air. It's good. It's good air. It's good air. Good radio. Good. Uh, well, while you're oh, found it. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know how new this is. It came out. I want to say this year, uh, Demon Hunter. Ooh, uh, yeah. I think I I did just see some news about them a couple weeks ago that they were putting new stuff out this year. I didn't know they had anything new out. Um, I it's from earlier this year. Oh wow, they put out a whole new album already. I didn't know the whole album came out. Yeah, well, on Spotify they have a 2019 album. So oh. Ten songs, yeah. Well, that's pretty uh, awesome. Demon Hunter, Christian metal, uh, on the edge of metal core. Yeah, kind of almost it's, new metal. It's, it's butt metal. Yeah, but it's good. <laughs> <laughs> but um, in January, Wage War released a single that is fucking sick. Yeah, yeah. I think we recorded an episode talking about new music 
since that. I yeah. just don't think we brought it up. Oh. Well, if, if we talked about it, that would have it's had to have been like they January. They had very well released the record because that was a while ago. But uh, it's great. Okay. I'll check that out. I also... So this, this is not new stuff, but stuff that's new to me. Um, and uh, so take this one with a grain of salt. Have you ever heard of Van Canto? Huh? <laughs> Van Canto. No. I don't think uh, anyone has. Some people may have. <laughs> um, so I, saw, I found them because of a meme. Um, Great. Yeah. It's, it's not good. It's, I'm, I'm throwing it out there right now. They are an acapella fantasy metal band. Oh, yeah. You shared this yesterday. Yes. I, I, the I, only, I the only real... In, like, no, dude, it's <laughs> The only real instrument they have in the band is the drums. And then all the guitars and everything are just guys going, yeah, and it's fucking sick. It's pretty cool. I forgot that that's what that was called. You yeah, Van, Van Canto. And they do like they do cover songs too. Like they did a cover of Metallica's "Battery," and like <laughs> they're singing like "Battery." It's oh fucking, it's, it's so crazy. I think Master Puppets is the best cover I've listened to so far. Dude, everything but, they do is tight. Uh, like check out Van Canto. It's not new by any means. They've been around, I guess, since like. I don't know, the early, early this decade or something. Maybe even uh, the mid-2000s. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't care. I don't care that much about them, but I thought it was worth noting that they're, they're hilarious. Their videos are hilarious. Uh, check them out. And you know what that led me to? Uh, I found, I, I, so that led me down a rabbit hole of like Viking metal, which I, I know you're probably <laughs> not into Viking I metal at all. I love Viking metal. So I found a Viking death metal band. They've been around a while. Uh, called King of Asgard, and I am Tight. fucking into it, man. I am all in. Uh, they haven't put. I think they put an album out like last year or the year before or something. But uh, it's it like I said, it's not new, but new to me. I just thought it was worth noting because I've been listening to it all week. Um, but yeah, King of Asgard, fucking Viking death metal. And uh, they, there's a lot they of Viking rule. metal that I like. A lot. I, Do you like I, uh, Tear. Yes, 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 yes. And uh, Therese. Teresas, uh, Teresas, I don't know how to pronounce the name. They've got an album called Stand Up and Fight, and fuck is it hokey, but I love it. <laughs> but you don't like gimmicky stuff. So they're gimmicky, like, just the genre itself is As, gimmicky. Like the most gimmicky shit yeah. in America. But I, when I say gimmicky, I mean, like, I don't like stuff that's like, well, she sells albums because she wears costumes on they stage. They sell albums because they wear costumes on stage. No, they sell albums because some people are just into that fantasy shit. And some people are just into dumbass gimmicky pop yeah, music. Yeah, but that's not, that has nothing to do with the music. At, sure least the, at least the people that are into Viking metal are into it because they like the sound of it, you know? I bet you're not all of them. I bet some are just nerds who do it for the integrity. That's, uh, I bet that's 100% right. <laughs> but I'm not that guy. I just enjoy the music. It's really symph you know, symphony, big symphony stuff. And I like, also love fantasy metal. It's fucking cool. And symphonic metal, it's like cool. uh, Rhapsody and shit. Yeah. Love it all. Yeah, I, love I, I, like, that was like part Lord of... Like the Rings metal and shit. Yep, yep. Mm -hmm. Blind Guardian, Dragon it. Force, fucking all that. Dragon Force, like, is lame. Mm. But there is a couple parts in Dragon Force songs. Like, the chorus melody in Fury of the Storm... Yeah, is the best melody ever. Dude, that's what I'm people. saying. You can't you can't listen to any of those fantasy metal albums or Viking metal albums or anything and not hear at least some amazing melodies. You know, Constantly. that's just that's just what they do. That's what they do best. It's amazing. But we don't have to talk much more. <laughs> we to keep I, talk about fucking I, I mean, metal we can if you want to, but I mean, I we, we got other stuff to cover too. So okay. Um, <laughs> 
Um, let's get into the full albums. Uh, the first one, I forgot to put it on my list, and I we we talked about it a couple months ago. Uh, we haven't talked about it since, but uh, Free Throw. Oh, it's so good. Free Throw put out an album called, let's see, uh, I just had it up on my screen, but then I looked up Demon Hunter instead. Uh, What's Past is Prologue. And I have never listened to a Free Throw album until this this one. Um, and I fucking love it, man. It's it's like really good. Would you would you call them emo? They're like an emo y yeah, pop punk kind of band. And I it's it's great. It's it's really well written. It's it's like you feel it. You know, you feel the emotions he's going for. And I, 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 I don't know. I don't know what else to say about it. I that was it. at least five seconds. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really liked it, though. Free Throw uh, was really good. I do really like the Free Throw album. Uh, new Ass Cities Burn album. I did not listen to it yet. It's great. It's um, it's like original lineup again. Okay. And the I think they only put out one album, original lineup. And it was real chaotic. So it's got the mad- same intensity as their old <laughs> No. <laughs> Like it, their old shit was like it was real chaotic, like mathy almost, real yeah. crazy, kind of stupid, um, in a good way. And it's way like pulled back. It's okay, pretty calm, but it's really good. Okay, I, I I'll check it out. I like S Cities Burn. Um, Pup, morbid stuff. What'd you think? Loved it. This is their third album, I think. Not my favorite Pup. Probably the best <clears throat> written Pup album. Is my uh f- my first. Taste of Pup. I, I know our, uh, Gross. <laughs> uh, our our buddy Steve is way into Pup. Uh, oh, Steve loves Pup. And he's he's been, since I, I, I've only known Steve a couple of years now, and he's been raving about them ever since I met him. Uh, and this is the first album that I've actually listened to of theirs, and it got every emotion out of me, and I loved it. And it is, uh, at the moment, a contender for my album of the year. Uh, I've got... Really? Yeah, I've got I've got three of them riding right now that I don't know which one's gonna make it to the top. Well, the other ones. Well, we'll get to those. But pup, okay. like literally, uh, it's it's so so the music itself is so bright and happy, and like it just really cleverly written and mm-hmm. it's it's fun to listen to. But then you listen to the lyrics and it's dark, fucking mean, angry, sad, depressing. I like it's. It's so good. It's so raw and emotional, and I really like it. I love everything about it. There, there's a song, uh, "Scorpion Hill." I cry every time I listen to that song. It's so fucking good. No shit. Yeah, I, I cry a lot. Chris cried about something. Yeah, I don't know. Like when Bunch Buddies Fruit Snacks goes under, <laughs> you'll be crying. But be no suicide watch and shit. <laughs> uh, and then Steve said he had the same reaction. One one of their songs, he, he said the. I don't know which one it was. I, I shouldn't have even brought it up because now I don't know which one it was. And yep. <laughs> hey, good, Steve, what was it? It's a good, it? good conversation. Yeah, Steve, get back to us real quick. There's that. Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> um, I know this is not going to be on your list, but uh, See You Space Cowboy, Songs fuck for the Firing off. Squad. That band is lame Fucking fuck, grind, man. core, and perfect. It is a... Oh, okay, maybe not perfect, but it is a really good... Uh, if you're into like mid 2000s style grind, like old number 12 and like uh, daughters and. Like see you next Tuesday and shit? Yes. Like heavy, heavy, low, Fucking low. Ed Gein and. Fucking bogus ass, like scene Good, 
good grindcore. It's good. It's, it is a great album. I remember, like, I saw a thing on YouTube where it's like, oh, Scenester, Mall Metal, like, Revival, and I was like, fucking dope. It's, it's going to be a bunch of bands <laughs> I can trade you. And I was psyched, and I looked, and I'm like, oh, they mean this. So, uh, well, okay, so when you say Scenester, Mall Metal, I don't think of Ed Gein, and I don't think of, uh, I, I maybe think of See You Next Tuesday and Heavy, Heavy, Low, Low, but... Uh, like, Absolutely. But like Ed Gein and Tower of Rome and Locust and that's just good grind to me. Uh, when I think of like scenes that are mall metal, I think of like Attack Attack and shit like that. And that's, ugh. I, I mean, Attack Attack has one good song. They do? Yeah. I, I, like, I like Stick Stiffly. You do? I do. That's it's, that one it's, song, right? It's corny. That's it's their one song? Yeah, it's the one with the music video, the the, the crab core music I've video that everybody heard knows. I've never any other songs but that one. Yeah. And you think that song is tight? I, I mean, no. I mean, it's not like... It's not, it's not on the top of any of my playlists or anything. But it shouldn't if it, be on the bottom of any of your But if, I, if I'm doing like a Spotify radio of like a metalcore band and it, it happens to come on, I'm just like, yeah, yeah, I can do this. I couldn't. It's all right. It's all right. No, don't get me wrong. Ten years ago, I fucking hated it because no, I was you like, didn't. You yes, no, 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 no. This, that was that was like when I started getting out of metalcore because I was like, if this is what everything's gonna be like, the the fucking guy liner wearing like the the scene the scenester haircuts and shit. I, that's when I checked out, man. That's when I checked out. But now I can look back on it fondly. It's just it's decent. Man, I mean, that song pack. is fucking real bad. Whatever. <laughs> so we were supposed to be talking about See You Space Cowboy. Yeah, which... then we ended up talking about Attack Attack. That's not that far <laughs> off. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'll, I'll, I'll let that one slide. You got more albums? Uh, Flying Lotus. Flying Lotus. Okay. Flying Lotus is... Uh, I'll let you... Flying Lotus is a producer from Los Angeles. Um, he just makes like weird, spacey... Instrumental hip hop based music has a lot of cool features in a lot of his songs. When he released a really fucking long, like 26 track album two weeks ago, okay. His last album wasn't super crazy about it because it wasn't really like how do I explain it? it? Wasn't really like beat centric, there wasn't like the thick, heavy drums and shit on it. It was yeah. just weird production and noises and shit. Yeah, and he brought back those beat centered things on this album I was okay. super fucking psyched on and I listened to it almost every day since it came out so I did listen to it I didn't I didn't get all the way through it because it's fucking two hours long in, shit. instrumental is something that like I gotta be in a mood for it you know yeah I know you have a better appreciation for it because you yourself produce instrumental yeah. like I put something out since we were put out a podcast I'm oh plug it man plug it I released an EP not really an EP it's like one did you even tell me you put it out? Because I, this is, I knew you were going to. And I did. Then... I sent you the link to it when I put it out. Oh. Yeah. No, yeah, I checked it out. It was great. Uh, no, you sent me some samples before you put it out, though. I loved everything that you sent me. I put it out a month ago, maybe. It's about 15 minutes long. And it's kind of tight. Spacetourism.bandcamp.com Spacetourism.bandcamp.com That's That's Larry's solo project and it's really it's really good doing he's it got for a, a fucking a long time like seven years he has a lot of music up on Bandcamp. camp what is what do you got five albums at one point i had a, two full lengths and like seven eps okay and one day i got drunk and i'm like i'm taking it all down 
And I did. <laughs> and then I'm like, that was stupid. So I'm like, I can't re-upload all this shit without looking crazy. So you put out the shit so I like most? I put out two compilations called The Shit I Like Most and The Shit I Like Most Volume 2. And it was just like all my favorite shit. But now, though, like, that MacBook has, like, crashed. That was like two MacBooks ago. Yeah. I spilled coffee on it. And, oh, uh, you, wow. You had spilled coffee on something? I spilled coffee on a MacBook at uh, Intelligentsia at Michigan and Randolph. And Not to be too specific. All of those beats uh, that were on those EPs are gone. And I have no idea where to find them again. That's a bummer. That's always that's like one of the most bummer things as, as a recording musician is when you recorded something... And it's just no more. And and you don't... So I have recordings of... Like my first couple of bands just disappeared. And they were, they were bad. Don't get me wrong. Still, real, still want real bad. But yeah, I want to listen to them. I want to, I, want to, I want to look back and see how bad it was. You know? I know that Caleb's parents or brother have like videos of every show from like probably 2002 to like 2005. And I... Like they still have them and I want to go watch them. Like real bad. Yeah, I'd 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 really like to revisit some of my old stuff, but I can't. I bet if hey Corey Mallon, if you're listening to this and you have any of our old stuff, send it to me. I'll probably just text you later, but you know, now it's official, like on the air. <laughs> he is clean though. No, he's clean and sober. Yeah, which is rad. Yeah, he. I I don't know if he's still. He might be still smoking cigarettes, but he uh he's off all the alcohol and stuff and he, cool. Kind of, he's he's been hitting me up every once in a while because I I quit drinking uh, nine months ago. Uh, I never brought you that thing. Oh, it's cool. It's cool. There's still time. True. <laughs> uh, yeah, I quit drinking mo- nine months ago though. So like he, every time I've posted something about it, he's checked in with me and said, "Hey, keep it going, blah blah blah." Hmm. And it's just nice hearing from somebody else that's been there. You know, I haven't quit drinking. Yeah, currently drinking. Yeah, I was gonna say you got beer right now. Uh, mm. Number four. Oh, ooh, okay. Oh, that's that pineapple stuff, huh? Yeah, it's fire. I've heard I've heard good things about it. Pineapple, but I don't drink anymore. So. <laughs> Pineapple's tight. I love pineapples. Okay, super off topic, kind of nasty. Oh. Um, the pineapple cum thing, you know. Is it true? No. No. Oh, that's a bummer. It's not true, and cum is gross. I really hope my mom's not listening to this. I could. I wanted to make a joke so bad. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't, please don't. Well, my mom's not listening to it either. <laughs> um, another off-topic thing. So we're just talking about my mom. Oh shit! Last, we we run out of time. No, we got plenty of time. Okay, cool. Last Sunday, me and Greg went over to my parents' house and we're just like hanging out, grilling, drinking, throwing bags, yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. And like me and my mom were like pretty tipsy, just like goofing off, having fun. And we're talking about weed being legal and this and this and this. And I was like, did you know from when I was like 20 to like 28, I was high the whole time? I'm like, why did I just tell my mom that? <laughs> like, fuck. That's was old. she surprised at all? I, I don't remember. Because as soon as I said it, I was like, Ugh. So like, I don't know how anybody could have been surprised. No. You weren't like, I'm not saying like you were the biggest pothead in the world, but like, I mean, it was... I smoked a wasn't like you were hiding it or anything. No, I smoked a lot of fucking pot back then, like all the time. I I I think I've publicly stated I've only smoked pot three times in my life. But, uh, it's not tight. I don't do it yeah. now. I'm not. No, no, no. I was never into it. 
I don't ever... Well, I don't want to say I don't do it now. I just do it seldomly. I am straight edge now. Except oh, I'm, we should go to the shows and when the kids yeah. are smoking cigarettes, we'll beat them up. I'm going to tattoo X's on my hands. I, I, don't, I don't claim edge. You drink coffee? I, so, yes. But ah, you're not edge pussy. No, well, <laughs> there's different. So that's the thing. I'm not. I don't consider myself straight edge. because I. You just did. I, I was, I was, if you would have given me 30 more seconds, I was going to say, no. I don't, I don't really claim edge. I don't. I, I, cause I didn't, I didn't like, I didn't quit smoking because like, oh, I don't want the poison in my body. I quit smoke. Well, I kind of did. I quit smoking cause I didn't want to die of lung cancer one day. And then I quit drink. I didn't quit drinking because, oh, I think alcohol is horrible. Blah, blah. I quit. I, I had personal reasons for quitting drinking. So it's not like. Sure. You know, I'm not doing it because like, oh, I think, you know, controlled substances are horrible and blah, 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 blah. You know, fucking, if you do that, do you, man. I don't care. I'm just not, I'm just not, it's not my thing anymore. I replaced it with Lunch Buddy's Fruit Snack. (laughs) This is a great music podcast. No, but I'm saying, you can do the best of both worlds. True, true. Because I'm drinking some of this and I'm eating some Lunch Buddies and man, I'll tell you what. (laughs) <laughs> All right, the next on the list. Oh, yeah, Flying Lotus, though. Oh, my God. Wow. Flying Lotus, you really dug it. I, I didn't dislike it. I wanted I want to put that disclaimer out there. I just, you know, when I put it on, I was listening to it, and I was like, yeah, this is cool. I'm just not into instrumental right now. I want something with words. There's a couple of vocal features on there. Yeah. Um, Solange, Beyonce's sister's on there. Anderson okay. Pack's on there. It's, it's a good album. It's a long album, but it's a very entertaining album to listen to. And you know how Spotify now is now doing, like, that visual... Shit. Yes. Sometimes the visual shit for this is the coolest one I've seen. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. I'm, and I'm the gonna... album art for this is very, very reminiscent of Dangerous from Michael Jackson. Yeah. Oh yeah. Is that a good, is it a good thing to compare yourself to Michael Jackson anymore? Michael Musically, Jackson. Absolutely. Michael Jackson. I feel like Michael Jackson. Now that that documentary came this out, this is a music podcast. He's, he's... We're not talking about any of that. Well, it's still relevant though, because like that's why we don't talk about. Champion, that's why we don't. I love Champions music. I love Champions music also, but I don't listen to it anymore. Uh, and that's I know. It fucking we're I'm. It, well, I was gonna say we're gonna get a dozen tweets and emails. We're not gonna get any tweets or emails. But if anybody were to tweet us or email us about this episode, we're gonna get. We don't have a Twitter. <laughs> uh, we're gonna get trash talk on Facebook. Nobody's gonna talk to us about this episode. But if anybody was going to come up with anything, they're, oh, you got to separate the art from the artist. Because I hear that shit all the time. You say and that. I, it's, I, I, I say I would like to separate okay. the art from the artist. I can't. I really would. But it's hard to do. And that's with Champions specifically, because they are like my favorite hardcore band. Were my favorite hardcore band. Four of the guys, still fucking cool, you know? One guy was a scumbag. Why should the rest of the band n- not have their music listened to anymore? I mean, one of the dudes in NMG did that. And they kicked his ass out. Yeah, before it even fucking came out. Yeah. They're like, yeah, go. So I guess yeah, so they separated art from artists. But that's like, Champion, when the shit came out about Champion, <laughs> band was done. They didn't keep going with him and try to apologize for it or anything. Yeah, they just said, fuck it, we're done. True. So, I mean, I, I give them props for that. It's just hard to listen. It's hard to listen to them because just thinking yeah. like this dude's a dirtbag, you know. So the same reason I I won't do Michael Jackson anymore. 
because I mean I know nothing that's was ever going to be like difficult. Yeah, I know nothing was proven in court, but fucking people have known it for decades, and I guess this is this now. This is officially music related. This is music news related, you know? Because that that Michael Jackson shit that was what I don't even I didn't even watch it. I've just you heard didn't? so much about it. Oh, no. it's fucking crazy. What was it even? Was it Hulu, Netflix? What was it? One of them. Oh, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> If anybody doesn't know what we're talking about, they released a documentary uh, that like interviewed, I think, like a couple of the kids and maybe even their parents or something. I think there was their parents were involved somehow. One of the kids was like really strung out and bummed that like Michael Jackson wasn't in love with them. Yeah, that's what happens when you groom a child. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like Stockholm Syndrome, you know? Yeah, it's a fucking bummer, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. But yeah, so yeah, fucking Michael Jackson's canceled. I mean, if you still want to listen yeah, to him. Yeah, because he's fucking dead. That's the phrase now, you know? Uh, Kevin Spacey is canceled, you know? Uh, fucking. Oh, how much does that suck? That does suck because Kevin Spacey fucking rules in everything he's in. Everything. Seven is a fucking perfect movie, and now it's American like Beauty is one of my favorite movies. Right. But how do you watch it anymore? Because he's a fucking dickbag. But like you're you're watching it like you did that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Check out the Michael Jackson documentary if you haven't already. Because I haven't. Maybe I should. Maybe I should have before we brought it up on a podcast. You were going to say, like, well, hey, if you guys don't know what you're talking about, I thought you were going to go, we don't either. <laughs> we don't, I guess. Does it sound like we do? Uh, depending on the topic. <laughs> um, we'll talk about fruit snacks. Do you have any more albums? I have one more. No, I have two more albums I want to bring up. Um, I don't think I do. Uh, my next one that I wanted to talk about, uh, this is another one of my contenders for album of the year. Currently, you know, there's still six months to go. We'll see. We'll see what comes out in that time. But uh, Fury, Failed Entertainment. Now, I just, I literally just found this one this morning. And I sent it to you this morning. And I know you didn't get a chance to listen to it yet. But please do. Everybody. So if any of you guys are into uh, hardcore music or even like uh, punk music, uh, Fury has a really cool, like fucking old school, like, OG hardcore feel like I'm talking like think like seven seconds and uh, and think like minor threat and uh, Fugazi and fucking think uh, refused. It's it's none of those bands sound the same at all. I know, I know, but I'm saying like it captures vibes from Uh, all those old school. You put all those bands together, you get turnstile. And that's that's the other like I read an article that compared this album to Turnstile. I don't think sonically, I don't think they're the same at all. But they do kind of both capture that like late '80s, early '90s kind of uh, I, I almost grungy kind of punk hardcore vibe. And it's fucking this is such a good album. The Fury is such a good album. That Turnstile album will be my album of the year this year. It's it's still so it fucking never, good, isn't it? I, it's so good. I haven't stopped listening to it. They were just it's been in, out for like a year and a half. <laughs> they were just in Chicago a few weeks ago, and I'm so fucking bummed I didn't go. Yeah. So bummed. I've never seen Turnstile. I saw them once at that Every Time I Die show. I want to see Turnstile. And they were so fucking good. They were, but I do have to. So the guy, I did know a guy that went 
and he said that they were, he, they were a little underwhelming, which surprises me because I've never seen anything like all their live videos on Facebook, on YouTube look incredible all the time. And that's not a word I would use right. to describe they, them. They never don't look incredible. Double negative. They always look incredible. Yes. But yes, Fury, Failed Entertainment. I highly recommend it. Uh, it's got kind of like this cool, old school, like jangly chord, British punk kind of sound. Oh. And like, but then it's mixed in with like just West Coast, 80s hardcore. It's, it's fucking cool. It's a cool album. Really good. Really well written. And I listened to it front to back this morning and I didn't even realize I had been listening to it that long. It just flowed. It, it was... It's really well put together. All those bands you listened to or you listed before are all like DC bands, though. I did say I did say West. Well, I said West Coast because they're from OC, I think. Um, I did list all. I did list all fucking DC bands, didn't I? I think so. Yeah. Is seven seconds. Seven seconds got to be. I think they might be New York or Boston, but I think they're an East Coast band. Everything else I met listed though was fucking DC. DC. It's all that fucking totally. that same guy. <laughs> Two of them were right. Refused. Oh, Refused wasn't DC. Refused also didn't... Whatever. Refused rules, though. So the, the only reason I brought up Refused... Well, I mean, they do fit in with that old-school hardcore sound. Um, but uh, the first track on this Fury album really, really reminds me of uh, New Noise, which is like the Refused song, if you've ever heard any, you know. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, some of the riffs on, on that first track are like, wow, fucking... It's it, not straight off of Refused, but like, it, you could tell that they were going for that kind of vibe. And they hit it. They hit it. It was cool. I like it a lot. Um, the last album I've got to bring up, uh, and I've been really excited to talk about this, Billie Eilish. I like it. When We Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go is the name of the album. I like it a lot. I thought I was going to fucking... Hate no, this it's album. tight and it's fucking weird. It's so like, I when so the people that talk about Billie Eilish, like for instance, my kid sister was the one that told me about Billie Eilish. She listens to like fucking radio pop, you know, like like yeah, Billie Eilish. Well, is that's the thing when when I when she was talking about it, I was expecting to hear something like uh, Ariana Grande or who also put out a new album this year that apparently people love. I'm not into that thing, so I didn't listen to it. But I'm not into that thing. I'm not into that kind of thing. Um, <laughs> but yes, yeah, I mean like, like other things like, like Lady Gaga and shit like that. I thought it was going to be that kind of vibe. But to me, excuse me, this is like got almost like an anti-pop kind of vibe to it. You know, it's pop music, but without all of the tropes of uh, like a safe for radio kind of mm -hmm. pop album, you know, they just, it, so if you're unfamiliar, uh, it's Billie Eilish and her brother Phineas is her producer. It was literally just the two of them in their house recorded this album. No big label help or anything. They got a label to put it out, but no, they, they produced it and wrote it and recorded it all themselves. And like, you, awesome. you could tell they use elements of like, new pop and hip hop and stuff, but they put a spin on it that like, you can tell there was no, there was no label saying, okay, well, if you want to put this out, you got to do this with it. Cause that's going to get you radio play. They just fucking did it the way they wanted to. And you could tell, cause like lyrically, it's not like, right. 
I, it's, it, I, there was something I wanted to say about it, and it's not coming to me now. I've been practicing talking about this for weeks because I've been That's so excited. Um, it fucking, it's just not. It's not like play it safe pop. You know, it's it's edgy, and and like if you if you if you've seen any of her press releases or anything. That's just her style, you know, like, and I, maybe it's fake. Maybe it's a persona she puts on just because that's the, the, that's what she wants to put out to the public is, oh, she's this edgy 17 year old, blah, 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 oh, blah, I'm blah. I'm sure that's not super authentic, but her music is tight. So I don't Yeah, care. it's great. It's, it's so good. Like, and, and it's all over the board too. Like there's a song that's like straight up, like a cool hip hop kind of track. And, and there's, then there's like this, like light like piano-y kind of uh uh fucking oh god what's the, one of your favorite artists she died a few years ago Amy Winehouse? yes oh. it's got an amy winehouse kind of oh, vibe yeah, to sure, it sure uh and then there's one that i think is like all acapella she's got a gorgeous voice that intro track that's all like vocoder and yeah. shit like it's fucking nuts and like there's a part a couple of parts where they're like they put this real like gritty bass, like you you almost think you blew your speakers because it's like it's purposely just dirty and grimy sounding. And I fuck, it's it's a really cool. Album. It's You've so, been talking to Let's Do It for like two weeks, and dude, I'm like, dude, no. I so and I did, and I'll, I'll admit the, it's great. The first time I listened to it, I got like three tracks in, and I was just like, man, fuck this. Like anybody can whisper into a microphone, you know, because that's 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 how she sings, is with that whispery voice, but. <sighs> Just put put all put all of your preconceived notions aside. Put on some good headphones or put it on a good pair of speakers and just sit and chill for a while and listen to it. Because it's fucking tight. It's so fucking worth the listen. I love I love every second of it. It's so good. I really do. And I, I that's my other contender for album of the year. Oh, right now. Oh, I, don't like mm. I love it. I, I, out of everything on my list, I'd say I probably have listened to that the most. Oh. Yeah. And I don't know if that's cool. <laughs> that my favorite album so far this year is a 17-year-old pop artist. It's cool, though. It's a fucking cool album. It's really good. Um, so that's everything on my list. You want to hit some music news? Sure. Anyone die? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I know uh, I so I don't know what this is all about but Billy Corgan has been popping up in my fucking news feed every day for like Billy the last Corgan two Billy Corgan is reopening the double door in Uptown no shit yeah is that cool yeah it's cool the uh, well, the, I mean, the I was, Billy is Billy Corgan cool yeah is that, is, he is was he in still the cool? fucking Smashing Pumpkins I know I know I know but he was also in Swan at a certain point <laughs> At a certain point, no matter how cool somebody used to be, they could take a turn and be like fucking a nut job that's just like, I don't know, R. Kelly. completely politically. Yes, R. Kelly, R. Kelly. Used to be the coolest. I guess he's kind of. I, I mean, I know it's old news, but uh, we haven't talked about it on the podcast since. Uh, didn't he just get? Is he on trial right now? Still, he's been on trial for like fifteen years. He, but like he was just in the news what a couple months ago maybe yeah, and we haven't discussed it but yeah fucking R. Kelly because of a documentary R. Kelly's cancelled yeah it was a documentary wasn't it fucking documentaries start making documentaries everything. about monsters and yeah. just get it over with because it works yeah <laughs> Jesus I didn't even think about that um 
Where were we at? Yeah, he's reopening. I was about to be like, oh, there's no fucking venues over there anyway. But I mean, Ribs over there, fucking Aragon's <laughs> over there. Like, there's some important venues in uptown. See, you, you lived in Chicago, so like, the neighborhoods are a thing for you. But for oh, me, cool. for me, like, a venues in Chicago, it's all Chicago to me. Because I, Wait, do you know where, like, I live in, in fucking Lowell, Indiana. Like, it's, like, for where venues are from each other? Kind of. I like I know something's more north than like I I can kind of compare. Do you know how close the Aragon is to the Riviera? No, no idea. You can see them from each other. I think I've only been to. Actually, I don't know if I've been to either of them. Like if you get off the red line at Lawrence, and you go all, and when you get down to Lawrence, if you go left. Or not, I can't say left, depending on what side of the street you're on. If you go east, you're at the Aragon. Okay. If you go west, you're at Riviera. Okay. They're across the street from each other. All right. Well, cool. Where's Double Door compared to that? Wicker Park. Oh, that means everything to... I don't, I don't know. Well, the, door, the Double Door was in, in Wicker Park, where it's always been. So it's not the same place? He's opening no. it somewhere else? Yeah, the Double Door. Have you ever been to the Double Door? The old Double Door? No. And it's, now, think... it's now a fucking Yeti... Cooler store. Oh, okay. Which is insane. Yeah, that couldn't be any lamer if it tried. <laughs> uh, it could be like a Yankee Candle. That'd be tight! <laughs> it wouldn't be tight. The double door was tight. But yeah, Billy Corgan just found this big old theater and bought it, and he's like, fuck it, this is where the double door is now. And that's cool. That's kind of cool. It's very cool. Why is, why is he the authority on where the double door is? Chicago. It's Billy Corgan. So fucking what? Who else is it going to be? I don't know. Maybe the owner of the double door. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he just like... I don't know if it was uh, him selling out kind of thing or gentrification kind of pushing him away so they could put a cooler store there. Yeah. That might be the case. I don't know. I know fucking uh, Quenchers is gone. That's a bummer. That's my favorite like dive bar kind of venue was Quenchers. I guess that's not really a dive, is it? Well, it's, Quen- not, it's not anything anymore. Uh, it's, a, it's, a it's like a dentist or something. <laughs> it's a dentist now. Um, I really was, like the Burlington. Their Burlington back room cool. where li- like their live room is yeah, fucking That was cool. It's a great room. That was cool. I think the Quentries was my favorite place that we played, though. Just, downtown. And that's not downtown. That's, not that's, that's, well, compared to Lowell, Indiana, that's all sure, downtown. Sure. It's not downtown. I, I understand. I, I understand. I, I, it is not downtown. It's, uh, Fair enough. Fair Fortune enough. and Western, which is like that weird gray area. You don't know if you're in Logan Square. You don't know if you're in Bucktown. This is all really good listening for people that aren't from Chicago. <laughs> well, someone will be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, that'll be me. <laughs> when it comes out. I listen to my own podcast when I'm at the gym a lot, which is like, I think, weird and uncool. Yeah. But I do it. Ashley, my, my wife, Ashley. Every uh, time. <laughs> At some point, I'm going to know that they know, but I don't know. They know, they know, uh, they know. She just started listening to the podcast yesterday. <laughs> We're, this is our 11th episode, and she just listened to it for the first time yesterday. But it, it, she's being supportive. I didn't think she would care about it at all. I didn't think... She doesn't do... She does, She listens to murder podcasts. Like, oh, she doesn't really care about what I do. <laughs> no, she listens to murder podcasts and what? like... Yeah. Like... Like true crime podcasts. Like murder... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Daryl, Daryl Fucking, that's all. That's all she wants she to listen to is. What's up? This is Murdercast. Murder. It's murder. 
That was lame. Murder cast. That was lame. I could have done better. I could have done better. I'm not happy with that. I might edit that out. I'm not going to edit that out, but I'm not happy with it. Cool. It. <laughs> I'm filling air, man. You're not talking. You're just sitting there watching me talk. All right. So I guess the last thing we can talk about, unless you have any other music news. Did I unplug myself? No. Um, music news, music news, music news. Uh, oh, you know what? I, oh, I just. It's like Kurt Loader. What, what, what? Um, so there is going to be a very select few people that listen to this that are going to care about this. And actually, if anybody that's listening to this does care about it, you know, already it's not any news, but, uh, have heart is playing like three reunion shows this year. Uh, four, well now it's like, it's up to five now or something, but they originally, they probably will. But so originally when they made the announcement, there was only going to be like three or four shows. One was in Boston. One was in California for what's this festival? Sound, Fury. Sound and Fury. And then like one or two in Europe or something. So basically if you wanted to see have heart, you had to go to Boston or to California. Um, the Boston show sold out in like three seconds, uh, because they didn't put a ticket limit online. So the scalpers bought like hundreds of tickets at a time and sold it out in three seconds. It was super shady. Uh, a lot of people suspected the venue was like selling to directly to the scalpers before it went to the public, but who knows? No, no point in speculating. It's over and done with. It sold out in three seconds. Uh, then people were like buying, like minutes later, people were like, oh, I'll, I'll buy a ticket for $400. It's like, fuck you, man. Why, why would you, you're feeding right into the scalpers game, you know? What are you, that's, it's your only choice. No, no, it was not your only choice because then the next day, Have Heart announced we, because of what happened, we are going to do another show. So that show was on a Friday night. We're going to do another show that Saturday afternoon. And it's going to be outdoors, so there will be more tickets available. And there's going to be a six-ticket limit, so scalpers will not be able to buy them out and blah, 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 blah. Those tickets are still on sale. That is what I, why I wanted to bring it up. Because if anybody thinks you missed out on the chance to see Have Heart, which, like I said, only like maybe three of you listening to this right now even know who Have Heart is and care... Hey, Mill. <laughs> this, this, totally it. It's Mill. Me and Mill, we're hanging hard on this one because that, that, dude, that's gonna is be such going? a great show. I don't know. Mill, I, are you going? I bought tickets. Uh, I am no longer going. I can't make well, it. Why? Yeah, I can't because I can't swing it. How many tickets you got? I have two. Hey, Mill, you want to go? We'll hang up and listen for your answer. Respect. <laughs> But yeah, uh, I bought two tickets and then just for personal reasons, I'm not going to be able to make the trip out there. But fucking uh, the second show, the lineup is fucking sick. They got Vane. They got Shipwreck. Uh, that's really all that matters. Vane and Shipwreck. Um, it's going to be cool. But I wanted to go to the indoor just because fucking like real Boston hardcore show in a real Boston hardcore venue. Like, what could be cooler than that? Instead, it's going to be in a parking lot. That's, that's not as cool. But I didn't get tickets to the indoor show anyway, so it doesn't matter. True. But, but um, the, This is Hardcore lineup is out. Have you seen it? I did. And fucking Saves the Day, right? Yeah. Saves the Day, this is Hardcore? Yeah. Makes sense. Early Saves the Day is Hardcore. I guess I have never listened. I when I think saves a day, I think at your funeral. Yeah. And that's like all I know of saves. But I mean, a day. it's like 
there's those bands that get to be hardcore bands because of whatever. You just because they're they like know, legit. Like they know hardcore guys. Like they're yeah. friends with Bane and shit. So they're yeah. like, oh yeah, you guys are hardcore bands. So says that I guess the headline this is hardcore. Ah, whatever. That's cool. I, yeah, I, th- I really want to go. This hard. This is hardcore. Is good every year. I've never been no, to one like, of them. It's so good this year. Oh my god. Wow. I mean, there's a bunch of these bands that I know. Holy shit, Hoods is playing. I saw Hoods. That's fuck. Tied. That's awesome. That's so good. That's so good. You know what? I don't really give a fuck about Harm's Way. You know that? Really? Why you gotta be so muscular, man? Like, dude. <laughs> you mad at him because he's muscular? No, but I'm mad at them that that's what their sound is. Yeah. They sound like a dude. muscular dude in little camo shorts and tattoos. But it's good. It, whatever. It's real tough. It's, it's fucking good. They're good. No, but if you see that guy, you're like, hey, are you in a band? He's like, yeah. I'm like, I guarantee you I so, know what you sound like. So this is hardcore. Uh, the three headliners are Code Orange, of course, Saves the Day, and Gorilla Biscuits. I'm actually really surprised Knocked Loose is not one of the headliners. Um, could Knocked Loose isn't Code Orange, Saves the Day, or Gorilla Biscuits. So. so I feel – so Knocked Loose is not accepted for some reason by, like, the real hardcore community – which I don't understand. Like, um, their album art for their new album is awesome. Their newest single is fucking awesome. I love. I, I, I love. Like it. I, I love like Knocked Loose. Loose. I'm not ashamed to say it. I, I don't like get why. I don't get why everybody's mad at Knocked Loose, just because they're a successful hardcore band. The more people shit on like Code Orange. They're the biggest band ever. Code Orange is. So Code Orange, they signed with Roadrunner, so like all already hardcore kids are like, oh fuck, they sold out, blah, 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 blah. and like, in a way, I feel like they did. Not be not musically, their music is still great. I like them. It's not as good as their first couple albums, but uh, one way I will say they sold out was because like, no joke, right when they either right after about the kills when you get festival yeah, circuit, I think it, we've talked about this before. I think we have talked show. about it. So yeah, it, 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 then you already know if you've listened to our previous episodes. They, like right when they signed with Heart, Roadrunner, they were saying, "Oh, we're never gonna be the band that tours with like fucking Slipknot and Killswitch and blah blah blah." And then like later that year, they were on festivals with like fucking Killswitch and yeah, because they're getting paid millions yeah. of dollars. So I know. Fuck it, that's... So that's what I'm saying. They, that's that's what I mean when I say they sold out. They they are specifically they are doing something. They are getting paid and doing something that they said they would never do. Unbroken that's Wings selling is out. playing. This is hardcore. I really want to go to this. Is hardcore. It, there's fucking Cro-Mags, there's Agnostic Front, uh, Wisdom in Chains, there's fucking uh, Death Before Dishonor, Billy Club fucking Sandwich. Uh, like, oh, this is tight. Hoods, Queensway, One Step Closer. I think One Step, is One Step Closer also playing with Have Heart? I don't know. I think that's no, one. that's uh, that awesome band, Down to Nothing. Down to nothing. I swear to God, once is one step closer. Maybe on the Friday lineup or something. I don't know, but I, I fucking love Down to Nothing. Yeah, down, I was excited about Down to Nothing. Also, I'm I'm what, really bummed. I'm not going to the what heart, Have Heart show. I put up. Hey, if anybody listening wants to go to the Have Heart show, I have two tickets available, and I posted this on Facebook already. I'm literally giving them away. As no, long let's as, go. As long as uh, whoever ends up taking tickets, I guess it's not technically a giveaway because there is one stipulation. I just I want a T-shirt from the show. If anybody wants to take the tickets and go to the show, just bring me back a T-shirt. That's all I'm asking. Easy. Yeah, right. It's it, th- I paid sixty eight dollars for the tickets. You can buy me a fifteen twenty dollars T-shirt. 
So right. Yeah, I think that's fair. I'm but uh, going to this is hardcore. It looks really good. That's July twenty sixth through twenty eighth uh, at Franklin Music Hall in Pennsylvania, Philly. Yeah, so Pennsylvania. Yeah, Philadelphia. Um, the last thing I guess we can talk about because we we just hit an hour. Oh shit. Uh, Riot Fest. Riot Fest lineup is great. It's great. Everybody seems to be super excited about Riot Fest lineup this year because it's awesome. It is really good. The best one it's been in uh, a couple years. I, I've never been to a Riot Fest, so I can't compare it to any. I I guess I mean I see the flyers and like I've seen previous lineups before, and this really this does seem better than previous years I've seen. But I would have gone to any of them, you know. There's some bands that like. I'm sure a lot of people are psyched on. Yeah, there's, I don't, there's, I don't give a fuck about seeing every every but, Riot Fest. It seems like there's at least a dozen bands that I'd really like to see, and, I, and then I don't. Go so anywhere. if you could only go to Riot, if you could go to Riot Fest and only see three of these bands, which bands would you see? Well, let's let's talk about what, who's on it first of all. Okay. Uh, the headliners we got Blink 182, we got Slayer, which this is their uh, this is their last tour. If anybody's unaware, Slayer is breaking up finally. Um, this is their last tour. Finally. They're, they're... <laughs> well, well, Slayer's been a band for like yeah, 35 yeah. years or some shit. And we'll... You know who I really thought was going to be on Riot Fest? Honest to God. Who's that? Metallica. Metallica? I really did. I thought they were going to be on Riot Fest. And Green Day. I also speculate that Green Day is going to be a Riot Fest every year. Green Day's never played Riot Fest. No. I don't follow Green Day. But, but why aren't they having they ever been that's, at this? That's, that's a good point. I don't know. Um, Bikini Kill? Cool. I... I have no idea who Bikini Kill is. It's like OG punk with a chick in it. Okay, I, know, I was going to say, I know I've heard the name. Don't have any idea. The Tours, which that's Jack a Jack White's, White band, I think right? Jack White's in that, right? I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I don't I don't care about Jack White. Rise Against, which, I mean, it's Besides, Chicago. Besides. Yeah, it's I cool. Rise Against. Uh, Flaming Lips. I, I've, I'm not super into Flaming Lips, but cool. I don't hate you know? Flaming Lips, but right, I don't want right, to see Right, right, exactly. I'd, I'd watch them. Jawbreaker. Love Jawbreaker. Jawbreaker, that's fucking cool. But so Jawbreaker's not new news anymore, right? No, like, Jawbreaker. They've been, they've been around, around again, again for, for like a few five years. Or six years. Yeah. Uh, Ween. Mm. I love Ween. They're funny. They're fun. Uh, it's cool. You're like <laughs> saying, I don't like saying pussy, and then you're like, I love Ween. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, man. Uh, Block Party. Who's Block Party? Really? Yeah. Do you actually not know who Block Party is? Yeah, legitimately, I don't know. Oh, Black Party's is. fucking huge as fuck, like indie rock band. I mean, I don't even know the name, but I don't, um, I've never... They're also, they're playing, what's the album they're playing? Um, they're playing Silent Arm, which is a really awesome album. Um, cool. There's a song on that album, the big single, I forget what it's called, you've heard it. It's awesome. Probably. I know they're like adjacent to the stuff I listen to, but I don't know. Mm. Uh, Die Antwoord, which fuck that. I saw them there once. Ashley, my, my wife, Ashley. She fucking, <laughs> she loves Die Antwoord. I don't get it. I don't get it. That's cool. Like it's, it's what, yeah. I mean, it's if you fun. Should, cool, but Whatever. it's uh, to me gimmicky. Well, yeah. The chick's got the weird haircut and she wears the fucking crazy contacts. It's, he's got the weird it's haircut. It's like it's like the Marilyn Manson of like fucking weird uh, heroin addict hip hop kind of thing, you know. But I feel like in New Zealand that's just normal, like yeah, normal right. life. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Patty Smith. That's yeah, fucking cool. That's neat. She's been on Riot Fest before, right? I believe so. Because I think no, I might be thinking of John Jett, though. I think Ashley, my wife, uh, she saw Patty Smith a few years ago, and I think it was at a Riot Fest. It was at one of the festivals in Chicago. That's the only like uh, her and her aunt went. Uh, Pitchfork. 
I, I, I swear it was Riot Fest. Uh, maybe. Anyway. Maybe Lala. I don't know. Um, but then, you know, the lower tiers, there's Taking Back Sunday. They play every... Yeah, I was going to say, that's no shocker there. Uh, Rancid. Rancid plays a lot of festivals, mm-hmm. so... Um, Violent Femmes. I've that's, seen Violent Femmes at Riot Fest before. I've never it's, seen it's, Violent it's Femmes, fun. and they seem that like they would be awesome. Old. Yeah. It's where you see them, and you're like, oh, oh. They've been a band since, like, 1980, or, or maybe even before that, you know? I know they, like, got bigger. Not, I'm not even going to say... I'm not gonna say huge, but they like were steady on the radio in like they the were, early to mid nineties, you know. They were huge then, though. They were. But huge. like, I think I feel like they hit it after, like years after the album came out. I don't know if they were popular right when the album came ah, out, but I have no idea. but like, uh, blister in the sun. That's fucking. That's I think that song came out in the mid eighties or something. Then it just like got popular in the nineties or something. I think it's cool. Maybe I don't know. I was born in eighty five, so I may be remembering all of this wrong. But I swear that's what happened. Don't Look it up. Know. I don't know. Google it. Google it if you don't trust I don't me. Care enough. Not, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the audience. Oh, oh. Yeah, Google, Google it, motherfuckers. Google it if you don't think I'm right. Prove me wrong. Uh, Descendants. Fucking cool. Very cool. Descendants. Uh, they played. What did they play? Did they play 350 last year? Uh, or are they playing 350 this year? Are they playing for 350 this year? 350 Fest is another like Chicago adjacent punk festival, mm-hmm. specifically. Uh, and they get really good headliners. This year, I Mast, Less Than Jake and the Descendants? I could be wrong. I think that. Less Than Jake was last year, I wasn't it? I think Less Than Jake is every year. Are they? I know Goldfinger was on the, like, the first round of flyers, and then they dropped off of it. And that was, that was a bummer. I like Goldfinger. I love Goldfinger. Goldfinger put out an album, The last Knife. Year. Was that last year or the year before? I really Might liked it. Might have been it. the year before. I really liked it. Um... Let's yeah, it was, on, it was on my albums of the year that year. Yeah. Uh, Manchester Orchestra, B-52s, Dashboard Confessional. Uh, and then there's like a hundred other bands. Some big names. The story so Huge far. names. Uh, and, and it's like all across the board, too. If It's like there's pop punk. There's some ska punk. There's emo. There's uh, some post-punk, post-hardcore. There's... It's all over the place, man. Some metal. Andrew WK, I feel like he plays he every plays festival. Every, Andrew ever. WK, Taking Back Sunday, and Guar play Riot Fest every year. Did we talk about this already? There's like, there's probably a bunch of guys that go out on tour as Andrew WK. Oh yeah, I'm, I got really deep into that. We talked about for a while. I th- did we talk about that with um, Stolaway? Uh, maybe. Or was that not on the I, air? It might be on every episode. <laughs> oh, by the way, um, Pod. Oh yeah, yeah, we have to. Just have to Just say the, obli- the obligatory. But we already P.O.D. talked P.O.D. about Slipknot. We already talked about Soulfly. So P.O.D. is the only one left. Sorry. Well, P.O.D. is tight and I fuck with them. <laughs> and we're covered. And stand. Uh, but yeah, so on, on Riot Fest, they're specifically advertising that uh, the albums that are being performed this year, uh, Flaming Lips, Yoshimi Battles, The Pink Robots. Uh, Ween is playing The Mollusk. Block Party, you said, is playing Silent Alarm. Taking Back Sunday is playing Tell All Your Friends and Louder Now. Uh no, we talked about this a little bit before we started recording. Is Taking Back Sunday good live? I've seen Taking Back Sunday about six times in different areas of their career. Like I yeah. saw them when they were touring Tell All Your Friends in like okay. 2002 or three, And it was, I, I remember it being sick, but I was also 15. Because like every video I've seen of them was like 10 years after Tell All Your Friends. And they just... They can't hit those highs anymore, and they just don't seem to have it. 
I don't know. It's so hard I, to say. And so I've never, I've, I've heard bad things about them live, but I've never seen them. So I guess mm. check them out, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm not trying to trash them, I guess, but I just, I'm okay. just curious. I'm very excited that Dashboard is playing places that you've come yes. to fear the most. Places that, places you have come to fear the most I love by Dashboard album. Confessional. So fucking much. Oh my God. I can't wait to see that album. I'll just scream it and throw up. It's going to be tight. Uh, Avail is playing over the James. I don't awesome. know Avail. You love Avail. This sounds like something. Avail is awesome. Okay, I'll check them out. Uh, Against Me is playing Reinventing Axl Rose and Transgender Dysphoria Blues. I like Reinventing Axl Rose. I wish they were playing some different albums. Because there's I, some albums of Against Me that I like very much. I've never listened to a full Against Me album. And I don't know why. I've never listened to an Against Me song that I haven't liked. New Wave is probably my favorite Against Me record. Okay. Um, I can't think of the name of the other one that I like a lot. So there's that. But I like awesome. that album too. Neat. Cool. Uh, <laughs> uh, next, uh, Glassjaw is playing Worship and Tribute. Fucking right they are. Uh, yeah. That, I, that's. I need to see that, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, because worship and tribute. Well, you like uh, everything you want everyone. I do. Now it's better. I do, but worship but, and tribute is a still a perfect album. Uh-huh. It is so and good. And it's gonna be super tight to see them play that. And it I'm is so good. On it. Um, Very psyched on Census Fail playing those two releases. That's, uh, they are playing they're like debut EP and their debut full length. They're playing yes. Let it unfold you. Let it in enfold enfold. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not I'm pronouncing that correctly. Enfold. Let it enfold you. And from the depths of dreams. Census fail. I missed census fail. You didn't miss much. I mean, and, and at the time, even I knew that I'm like this is cheesy bullshit bogus. Right. That's what I always thought about them. So I and, just skipped uh, them. But when it's like when I revisit it now, I'm like, oh my god, dude, this is tough. Is, so the only census fail song. Every time I think of them, the only song that pops into my head is that. Oh, I'm stuck in a coma. I love that song. Yeah, Census Fail fucking rules. Is that's that off? Like, is that off of one of those albums? No, that's off yeah, of uh, the album after that. Then I'm not gonna go. Okay. <laughs> um, and then the selector. I don't know. The there selector. is one more that just got announced today. Too ago much pressure. Not on oh yeah. List. Yes. Blink One Eight Two is playing Animal of the State. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's cause I and supposedly it's because somebody from Chicago like tweeted them or something. Well, and... No, because they're doing that whole tour. Right, but I, I, well, the article I read said that. They decided to do it because somebody from Chicago tweeted them saying, "Oh, you should do the anniversary," uh, and so, yeah. they like decided, "Yeah, fuck it, we'll do it." Well, they they just did it at Back to the Beach. Okay. Um, it's I think it's just some big similar kind of thing to this in California. Okay. And they did it there, and it went well. But get no shit, it's gonna fucking yeah, go well. Yeah, why wouldn't it? It's like the biggest album ever made. Like, of course it's gonna go well. Yeah. But yeah, that'll be cool. I wish I had had uh, the interest in Blink-182 then that I have now. Because I would have loved to have seen him with Tom. I saw Blink with Tom three times, four times, five times. And back when Tom was in the band, I didn't care. I didn't care about Blink. So now that we said most of the people who are on here, if you could only see three sets of Ryan Fest, who would you pick? Um, I'm going to say, there's going to be some data. Oh, I I know my three. I'm gonna go H2O. Okay. Turnstile. Okay. And 
I'm going to be lame, and you know what? I'm going to say the story so far. Okay. I've sure. never seen the story so far. They're supposed to be amazing I when agree. they're not kicking 16 year old girls oh, off the stage. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, but you've seen Glassjaw. No, no, no. Fuck the story so far. I'm going to see H2O, Turnstile. I'm going to see Dashboard play places you come for the most. Uh, I would. So, not that I'm a huge fan or anything, but I would have to see Slayer. I've never seen Slayer, and this is literally my last chance. So what? Fucking, I've seen Slayer before. They're fucking Slayer, man. I remember I was leaving Riot Fest walking like to the gate, and I walked past these giant glowing upside down crosses, and I'm like, this is tight. I'm going to watch this. And dude, they were fucking sick. Uh, That's happened a lot, like me being tired and like stumbling out of Riot Fest and stopping to check out the weird headliner that I didn't think I was going to see. Like when I saw System of a Down and like, Motorhead and all this. sick. It was all so tight. I've never seen Slayer, and I, I, like I said, I'm not, I'm not big into Slayer. I mean, I, I appreciate them for what they did for metal and everything. Sure, it's but, tight. I, I respect but, Slayer. I mean, it's, it's just never music. been my thing. But I would love to see him. Just like I, I didn't care one bit about Black Sabbath, but I saw Black Sabbath twice on their final tour, tight. and they were amazing to see. And I'm so glad I went and saw them. True. So I, I, I feel like I need to do that with Slayer. So this is literally my last chance, so I got to do it. Fair. Um, Glassjaw. I've never seen Glassjaw, and I love Glassjaw. I've seen Glassjaw a lot. I know you have, Not which is why lot. it's surprising that you say you want to go see them. for Like out of your... I've never, I've never seen them play Worship and Tribute. That's fair. That's fair. I, I, there, there's only like two bands on this entire lineup I've seen. So... Um... For the last one, I guess I'll say it's it's tough because like I, I kind of want to pick one that I may not be able to see somewhere. Turnstile. Else. I've seen Turnstile. So the fuck what? <laughs> or maybe the Village People. Yeah, Village People would be cool. <laughs> that would be fucking cool. I I'd like to see Violent Femmes. I think. Cool. That's so, that's a band that like so what, Slayer. Violet Femmes and who? Glassjaw. Glassjaw. What did I say? H2O, Turnstile, and Dashboard. H2O I get. Dash, dashboard I get. Turnstile, you could, they'll be through Chicago again like two more times next year. I've seen all the rest of the bands on this. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fair. <laughs> I also, oh man, I'd really like to see Jawbreaker though. Jesus, fuck, I have to pee so goddamn. I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's cool. That's, I say that's a wrap. Okay, well, but, hey. Peace, I'm going to pee. All right, Larry's peeing. Uh, as usual, uh, check out all the other shows on Journey into Comics Network, journeyintocomics.com. Find the signal, it's real tight. Uh, uh, fuck it, you just bury the lead. Uh, journeyintocomics.com, um, content every day of the week, blah, 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 blah. You know, you know, I say it every week, blah, 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 blah. Um, we are going, you guys heard it in the intro already, uh, but we forgot to tag it at the beginning of the episode. So here at the end of the episode, we are going to play the new single from our friends in Spineless Heartless, which fucking, if you haven't listened to Spineless Heartless yet, you're stupid. Like They are some of the best songwriters uh, that I've ever heard in my life. And I've had the pleasure to, you know, meet and hang out. And we've played numerous shows with these guys. They're fucking cool dudes. They're amazing songwriters. And uh, just enjoy this new single. This is The Map by Spineless Heartless. Bye. Bye. You are the map beneath my eyes. 
Listening. 